It's a little exciting when the children are fighting, but they've got to abide by the playground rules. Okay, we are back. Welcome back to the rules, as we are affectionately referred to by nobody. <laughs> by us, I guess. <laughs> by ourselves. <laughs> We're here to talk a little basketball. My name is Herb. My friend's name is Arik. We give ourselves nicknames like Kobe Bryant. Uh, the, well, we he call... Gave himself that nickname. The, the Black Mamba? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not like a nickname for us personally. That's true. We're like a step. We're a, we're a level above Kobe Bryant. Really. It's not like I'm like, hey, Arik, call me Big Dog. <laughs> we do need like ridiculous, like Mike and the Mad Dog type, type names. <laughs> well, just one of us, right? Yeah, just one of us, right? So it'd be Arik and the and, and Big Dog. Arik and Big Dog coming at you with yeah. some basketball hot takes knowledge. The hottest of takes served right off the griddle. Yeah, last week was a little bit of a downer. This week, Art's in a good mood. I am in a good mood, that's true. I'm in a good mood. Nice. Ish. Yeah, I mean, you just... I don't, I'm i surprised, actually, you're in as good a mood as you are. Well, yeah, so Art is referring to the fact that the uh, Celtics just got walloped by the Raptors. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be the two-seed, um, hopefully yeah, by the time... Yeah, by the time the playoffs start, uh, hopefully... We have an idea of when Kyrie will be back. Hopefully, it's the first round. Um, and other than that, you know they're they're really uh, being held together with sort of spit and glue right now. So uh, I I I don't really am not uh, beside myself over this loss. I think uh, I think they're on track. You know, it was it was an ugly game, but do you agree uh, with the narrative that I've seen uh, in lots of places that um, that obviously you'd rather have a healthy Gordon Hayward, but that that injury and also the Kyrie injury has led to a blossoming of Tatum and Rozier that might not have otherwise happened. That in the long run, this might be a quote unquote good thing for the Celtics. Um, well, I, I don't know if I'd go so far to say it was like a good thing, but I think that's a silver lining. Uh, I think Terry, uh, a lot of Terry's development came playing with Kyrie, so I don't really think that Kyrie's injury has necessarily been a, a developmental boon to Terry Rozier. But as far as uh, kind of forcing uh, uh, Jason Tatum to really sort of learn on the fly uh, so so quickly and so early. I, I do think that, that if Gordon had been around, um, that that might have uh, impacted Tatum's uh, development. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the, in, the, in the Warriors' case, a similar kind of situation, Curry has had a lot of ankle, ankle injuries this season, and as a result, Quinn Cook is about to be the first player to go from a— it's not really that ridiculous because the first year they had these contracts, but they're going to be the first player to go from a two-way deal into a NBA deal. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I mean, that's why well, those contracts could... exist. Totally, know? but it can and, be uh, it can be a big thing. You know, is all I'm saying. Like sometimes the silver linings can be a big thing. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I I really love what we've seen from Tatum this year. I think he's uh, he's a top five rookie in. Uh, one of the best rookie classes that we've seen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Without um, a doubt. And uh, I think he's going to keep getting better. And, uh, yeah, you know, the, the Horton, Horton... Gordon... The Horton Gayward, yeah. <laughs> the Gordon Hayward injury was uh, devastating. Um, yeah. God, I remember watching it like it was yesterday. 
Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It was like, what, almost like seven months ago or something? And it yeah, feel yeah. Really, really f- recent. First five seven. minutes Hold of on. the season. October, November, November, December, January, February, March. Dang, it's six months ago. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The NBA season goes by too fast. Can you believe the regular season will be over in a week? No. It's unbelievable. It really yeah. is. But then the playoffs are always longer than we remember them being. I know. It's 40 games and 40 nights. I mean, yeah, it's a pretty TNT sweet. slogan. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Um, yeah. It's, it dominates my life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's my favorite time of year. Um, before we get into uh, basketball talk, any uh, any thing you want to talk about? Any news in your life? Anything cool going on? Any complaints? Mm, cool. I've got, always got complaints. I mean, I mean you know, that's uh-huh. the way that goes. Uh-huh. I went. Uh, I went into the city today to pick up the the big city for my wedding, San Francisco. The big city, the, right big, the big city of San Francisco, cool. California. You got your wedding I, suit. I went. Well, I went in there because so when I bought the suit, they were like, "Hey, let's make a an appointment to have you do a tailoring for like a week from now on a Wednesday, which was last Wednesday." And then uh-huh. last Wednesday, I couldn't go because of work conflicts, and so I called. And said, hey, uh, I can't make it. Uh, can we reschedule for next week? And they were like, absolutely, next week. Same time, same day, no big deal. So I went all the way into the city, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like a kind of a big deal from my house. And uh, and I I went there, and I was there right on time. And they were like, yeah, uh, we don't have any record of that appointment. And that dude isn't even working today. And, uh, and they were like, and your suit's not ready yet. Wow, so, what a twist. Yeah. So and then and so now then they I, I got home and about ten minutes after I got home I got a text saying hey your suit's ready now which is really annoying uh-huh. and they're like but just come and pick it up whenever which means that also I now don't have a tailoring appointment it's literally just like we did the alterations hope they fit so it's it's like a I don't know what happened I don't know where the disconnect is on this story but um it better fit. Would you like to give this company a shout out? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I would have wanted to because I, I, up until this point, I'd had a really great experience. I was actually very impressed Uh uh, and uh, and excited. And I, you know, and honestly, if I get the suit and it fits, all is forgiven, right? Like I don't care. So let's save that shout out. Yeah, exactly. When everything goes well, I will definitely shout them out because, uh, you know, I'm gonna be looking sharp. Hopefully, Uh, which reminds me. You have not RSVP'd. Now, that's not really your fault because I didn't send you an invite. But Yeah, I can't RSVP <laughs> you, to something that I haven't been invited to. You are invited. You know that, and you need to RSVP. What's so. the date again? Cinco de Mayo. Cinco? Oh, shoot. That's coming right up. Uh, I know. Yeah, I just have to get I have to get the time off work. Let me, let me ask some questions, and I will let you know uh, as soon as I can. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I have compelling I radio. Sorry? It's compelling radio. I know. I have an apparel story of my own from today. Oh. Which is uh, uh, much uh, happier. No, that's good. Um, I ordered a hoodie about six or seven months ago. It was right around the beginning of the NBA season, Dang. a little bit before. Uh, a Dinosaur Junior hoodie from ah, okay. their 30th anniversary show. That was really cool. I like hoodies. You do. Um. And it never showed up, and I kind of forgot about it. And I forgot to check if they charged me. I assume that they it was one of the companies that charged you when it shipped and that just mm. never shipped. And mm. I didn't really do my due diligence, which is dumb because it was like a $40 hoodie. So that's, you know, 
something money really to forget about. Um, no. But uh, I got an email from them today, and they're like, hey, uh, we're looking through our records, and we don't have any confirmation that this thing ever shipped. Did you ever get it? And I was like, no. And they're like, cool. We're sending it out today. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I've had that happen uh, where I've never had that situation exactly happen, but I have had it happen where um, – I forgot I ordered something because it was so long. Usually it was like, because I went through kind of like a brief Kickstarter phase. So mm-hmm. it, probably like years later and then stuff would just show up at my house. Um, but that has also backfired because at one point I bought a, like a, like a collectible statue kind of deal mm-hmm. um, from like Mondo. And, uh, and I'm totally going to shout them out because of what, how this all plays out. But they, they, um, it was like, Already at that point, not going to be out for a while, but then it just, there kept being production delays and production delays. And I think it ended up actually coming out like maybe a year or more after it had been supposed to. And so in that intervening time, I had not thought about the fact that I didn't work at the job I had at the time. Uh-huh. And uh, so when it finally shipped, I got the email shipping it and I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about that thing. That's so cool. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, this is shipping to my old jobs. You know, like, you know, a lot of people send things to their work. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is going to my old job. And then I'm like, well, okay. Um, so I texted a friend who worked, who still works at that job, and I was like, can you grab this for me? And they're like, actually, we don't even have that building anymore. Oh man! So, so then I contacted the building, and the, and they and I was like, can I? Can you hold it for me? Can I come get it? And they're like, no, not really. Like we can we can send it back. And I'm like, cool. So Why wouldn't they hold it for you? What was what was the what did they do with the building at that point? Uh, I don't know why they wouldn't hold, hold it for me. I think it was actually, if I recall correctly, it was because I was going to need them to hold it for me for like a, a li- like more than a day. Oh, I see. I see. Because I couldn't, I couldn't get in there. I think I was like going to be out of town or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, can I come get it? And they're like, no. But they they also don't really have like a receiving area. So like they they're like it really needs to go to a suite and like there you know there's no suite now for that you know that that company's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. So they sent it back and I contacted Mondo and they were just like. Well, hopefully we'll get it when they send it back. But in the meantime, we just sent you another one. Oh, to, to my actual address. So nice it worked little, out great. Uh, that's nice too. Yeah, it was not a problem. But it was like a crazy sequence of events, and, and it just made me think about the 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 positives. Obviously, of sending something to work is that it doesn't get stolen off your porch, or like, yep, yep. you know, you're there to get it. You're excited. But the downsides are you never know like when you're going to change jobs, and you know, it, you move less often, pr- presumably, than you switch jobs. Although not necessarily for everyone, but. I uh I used to work with a roommate and we worked we lived in the city and uh, worked in Palo Alto and he got this big th- I can't remember what it was but he got this like huge thing shipped to him at work and he wasn't there that day for some reason he's like oh do you mind grabbing it and bringing it home <laughs> and I was like no way dude I was like just bring it home tomorrow because it was like massive you know and yeah. it's like. You, you've done the whole Bart Muni thing yes. before. It's a nightmare. You know, it's a nightmare yeah. when you don't have to, like, lug something around. Caltraining it and then yeah. muting it. I was like, that sounded like a small favor. That's no. a big old pain in the bum. No, thank yeah. you. And he was very upset. Really? Very upset, yeah. Very upset. Do I know this? Do I know this former roommate? I don't believe you do. Okay. Well, I'm glad he's a former roommate because he sounds like a jerk. Incidentally, uh, someone that we used to work with together at this job uh, texted me today. I hadn't spoken to them in five years. And they're like, hey, what's up? You want to get a drink? It's been a while. Five years. Wait, really? Our yeah. mutual friend that you worked with texted you today? No, 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 no. Oh, it's a, a different, a different friend, friend. Another person that you don't okay. know. Because yeah. we do this have is... a mutual friend from a, from a 
previous job of yours. Oh no 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 yeah that you're referring to our our good friend Jason. No, I've not I've, referring to Jason. Uh, who are you talking about? I'm talking about Liz. Oh right, <laughs> yeah, Liz, your old roommate who I coincidentally yeah. worked with before I ever knew you. And yeah, we totally. did not meet through our association with Liz. Liz, I also no. have not spoken to in in easily over five years. Yeah, uh, Liz is coming to my wedding, so. Well, that's all the more reason for me to go, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> for the listeners out there, I, we, maybe we should provide the context that Herb doesn't really want to come to my wedding. Not because he doesn't love me. I just hate weddings. He just hates weddings. I and really I respect that. Really don't like them. Yeah. I still want him to come. <sighs> yeah. No. I mean, that's not selfish. You you want to share that wonderful day uh, with, with everyone. A, with one of my closest friends. Yes, I do. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. I know for you and I, it won't really impact our friendship if I go or not, right? Right. That's totally true. That's 100% true. What about Daria? Will she care one way or the other? Uh, that is a great question. Uh, would you like me to ask her? No, because I don't <laughs> want her to really be thinking about it. <laughs> you want What's that? Don't ask her. I don't want her to be thinking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That seems fair. I don't think so. I mean, you know. You you and her are not particularly close. No, I'm very fond of her, but yeah, we yeah. haven't spent a ton of time no, together. No, you, you, you're fine. It's saw a baseball fun. game, saw a movie. It's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, really we'll undoubtedly be in the same place at, at times in the future, but I hope so. I me too. I would but say like, something's uh, seriously gone wrong if that was not the case. I know, right? I mean, that would be a, that would be a real problem in in both of our lives. But yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, you know, it, honestly, like it's such a chaotic event. Like it's it it's insane how. Uh, awful it is to plan <laughs> to plan a wedding. Yeah, no, like, I can't imagine. I can't it's imagine. It's really the worst. Like I, I mean, I, I'm sure people out there are gonna be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're complaining about that." But um, and I mean, I totally understand. I'll put it this way: like, I completely 100 percent now understand why people pay like extremely overpriced quote wedding unquote, planners. Uh, wedding planners, like yeah. wedding planners, are not overpriced. It is so much work. And I, if I could, if I could turn back time and had way more money than I, than don't I do, sing uh, copyrighted songs. Oh no, I think that's okay. It's a, uh, it's like one. I think that's okay. I think you get like five seconds. So yeah, we should be. Yeah. Fine. So that was that was way less than five seconds. But um, if I could, and if I had way more money than I have, uh, I would totally have hired someone to do it. I mean, if you can afford that, it's like, it's like the first time I ever had movers, which actually is only once. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, the last time I moved, I hired movers. Uh-huh. Uh, and if I can possibly hire movers again, I will never not hire movers again. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like I mean, once you experience it. In, in the bum. Yeah, it's like once you experience phrase. it. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I, it's, a, it's a pain. But this it would be is, wonderful one. This day. is endlessly fascinating, I'm sure. <laughs> some, some of our listeners probably enjoy this way, way more than what's coming next. That is probably true. Yeah, um, but are we have we hit our magical quota? Well, yeah, not actually. We're early, but it's okay. We let's let's do it. Let's try to do let's do a compact show this time. Plus, we got a lot of stories here. Yeah, let's do a compact show because we yeah. do have a lot of stories, and um, I do have stuff to do. And we're recording a little bit late. Yeah, um, not our usual time. So okay, we're here to talk about basketball. We are basketball is the sport where a <laughs> inflated orange ball that is uh, buoyant. Um, is dribbled yeah. around the court. Yeah, this is a terrible explanation. <laughs> <laughs> the people are okay. more confused now than they were before. <laughs> what? Okay, let's get into the stories. Uh, yeah. Number one. It's a sad one. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
concerning, but it doesn't seem like it's all that bad. Um, no, it's not very serious. It's pretty minor, I think it looks like. Yeah. But there weren't, you know, we actually recorded less than a week ago, so there's not a ton of new stuff to talk about. Um, no. And my boy. Your boy, Dame boy. Yin Lillard, uh, in a loss to the Dallas Mavericks, which is concerning, even if he's injured, um, although he did play the rest of the game, uh, Damian Lillard yes, uh, suffered an ankle injury versus the Dallas Mavericks. The yeah. hapless Mavericks. Um, now, it seems like he's okay. He was able to <clears throat> play professional basketball after he was hurt it, so it can't be that bad. Um, yeah, although but, I question the, the smartness of having done that. I think that was a poor choice. No, I'd say that was a very poor choice. Yeah, and that extra five minutes of pounding. As often happens with these kinds of injuries, uh, they, they, they usually uh, don't – you don't realize how bad they are until you kind of stop using uh, the ankle or whatever's injured, and uh, apparently once he kind of got off it, uh, it swole up quite a bit. He had trouble putting yeah. his jeans on. Very painful. I mean, he's a warrior. He's he's a he's a high pain tolerance kind no, of guy. No, he's a trailblazer. Like... <laughs> Touche. He's a he's a tough dude, and uh, and I don't doubt that he will do everything he can to play. But you know, when you're going into the uh, you know the playoffs start very soon, and mm-hmm. you the the trailblazers as much as I am fond of them. You know, their puncher's chance here is 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 pretty small, and um, it's zero if they don't have a a hundred percent from from basically like Lillard and McCollum. Yes, that's like true. their that's two best players need to be playing at the top of their games. Yeah, and you know, coming back from an angle injury, if it's anything even slightly serious, they linger. It takes forever. They don't have they don't have confidence. They don't have their lift. It's just like it's such a net. And, and like a nagging thing where it's like, I mean, I, I've only had a bad ankle sprain once in my mm-hmm. life. How did you sprain but it? But it's in the dumbest way possible. Boogieing? Uh, no, I was jumping in front of a cat. To like scare it? Yeah, well, the cat jumped, so I was like, I can jump too. So I did. And then... How, how old were you? <laughs> Uh, that is an embarrassing question as well. No, I was probably like um, twenty. Okay, okay, okay. Just asking. You know, these details. Uh, there are, might have been might some be adult beverages involved. Okay, okay. You know, I'm not saying I was like, you know, fully like at my best when I did this. But anyway, I I, I love that you're comparing a world class athlete's injury to the time you jumped in front of a cat. <laughs> Sorry, well, please continue. Listen, the point, the reason I'm comparing it <laughs> is because that little dumb jumping in front of a cat led to me a day or two later literally not being able to walk. Wow. And I had to fly. I was in New York visiting a friend during a blizzard. So that also had something to do with it. We were very bored. But I was. I went to the New York uh, airport and uh, or one of them, and literally had to have one of those like carts drive me around because it was impossible for me to walk. Which oh, that was when I discovered. So fun. Well, it is fun, but it is also when I discovered that man, senior citizens treat you like s if you are a young person riding on one of those carts because <laughs> they are just like, why are you on my cart? And it's just like I can't walk. Like I'm not trying to take advantage of something here. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you get so much side eye from people who just assume you should be healthy. Um, so, but it lasted, I mean, obviously I could walk after maybe a few days, but it lasted for like a month or more where it was, it was sore and painful and 
hard to walk. I mean, it was, I, I don't know if it was a high ankle sprain or what it was, but it was, it was really bad. And, and it, it sucked. My point is that it just kept sucking for so hmm. long. Hmm. And well, uh, hopefully that's not the know. case with Dame. Yeah. And also he's pretty tough. And uh, he is tough. I'm I'm probably less tough. Than, I think it's yeah. probably safe to say that I'm less tough than Damian. Probably Lillard. a little less tough than Damian. Lillard. Like two percent less tough than Damian. Lillard. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Well, hopefully he's okay because I love the Trailblazers and they're your yeah. adopted team and. Uh, yeah. And we'd like to see them, uh, you know, do something in the playoffs. You know, they're yeah. And I still think they can win the first round, but oh, for sure, the, the for bottom sure. of the West is pretty yeah. mediocre. But we don't. We have no idea who they're going to play because the standings are still just it's changing every day up in the air. If it uh, was today, if it was today, it would be the Thunder, and that'd be a fun thunder. series. That's actually the one I would probably least want, depending on whether or not Butler's back. Well, but... first of all, of course, because you hate the Thunder, and if they beat you, that would be. Yeah, that would be a bummer. Huge, huge indignity. Um, yeah, that would suck. Secondly, uh, I don't think it will be the Thunder because they've been playing really poorly. Yeah, I don't know who it's going to be. Everyone's kind of playing poorly. That's, <laughs> That's the, true. Uh, I mean, Pelicans are 5-5. Five and five. The Timberwolves are 5-5. All, five and all five. three of those teams are 5-5 five 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 over the last 10. Wow. The Spurs, by the way, did you, did you know this, that the Spurs are going to miss winning 50 games for the first time in, like, 19 years. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. Which, of course, means that ESPN has immediately changed the impressive record to more than 45 wins, which is still apparently a record, but feels a little bit like we're moving targets now. Well, well, I mean, that's sports statistics. I mean, moving targets now, I mean, they always do that. Yeah, but, I mean, we've been hearing about 50 games from them for years, right? That's true. Um, and now the playoff like, oh, streak is still alive, so that's something. I know. It's danged impressive. I think the, the the Blues in hockey had a longer one, the Red Wings. There are teams that have had longer ones, but it's extremely impressive. And it like is very impressive. super duper difficult. And this very year impressive. feels like, in a lot of ways, the most impressive year because, I mean, nobody. If you had told me, if you had told us before the season that, like, LaMarcus Aldridge was going to lead them to, to 45 wins, I think most people would have said probably not. Oh yeah, if you if you told me at the beginning of the season that Kawhi Leonard would play like nine minutes, games, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I would have said, "Oh, okay, well, that's too bad that they're not going to make the playoffs." Exactly. It even looked like they weren't a few months ago or a month ago, and it's, yeah. it's no, just no. been really impressive. Very impressive. Very impressive. Um, moving on. Moving on. Titan Compact, our show. Uh, C.J. McCollum, speaking of the Trailblazers, uh, says that the. Idea of LeBron going to Philadelphia next season is a bigger possibility than people think. I don't know if I agree that that's what he said. That is what the headline of the article says. He literally says, I think it's a bigger possibility than people think. (laughs) But then he literally next says, I'm not sure if they have the space financially for that. Which they absolutely do. And he also says that... I mean, I don't know. His reasonings are just... Listen, I do think it's a bigger possibility, so I you know, probably shouldn't be taking yeah. shots at my man, CJ. But, like... You I'm feel like the, like the headline is a little disingenuous. Yeah, although that is literally exactly what he said. I do, <laughs> love, the, I do love the photo of, uh, of LeBron and Embiid. They look like they're having fun. Yeah, although it's very weird. Like, the way they crop it. Yeah. We're, we're it's a weird. It's, it's, it's awkward. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I mean, if if you think if you take the the what I would call the herb, the herb view. Thank you for not using my full name. Yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm I caught it. If you take the herb view, yeah, that uh, that LeBron 
uh, is a cynical guy who will just go wherever there are young players who will help him win. Yeah, that is my then, yeah. As you do. Then I think this is the honestly the best choice for him. I mean, I think it's a better choice than, say, the Bucks. Like, top to bottom, the Sixers are the best team for him to jump to. Uh, if you take the LeBron-stated view that he went back to Cleveland for the reasons he did, you can still make this work because he said when he went back to Cleveland that he wanted to win one for the land, which he has done. Yeah. I really okay. do believe that if he had not won a championship in Cleveland, he would never leave Cleveland again. I don't believe that. I disagree on that. Um, but now that he has won one, I think he could absolutely win. I also think, so you really believe that his best chance to win another title would be to go to Philadelphia? In the East. In the East. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. In the East, I guess I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah, I mean, what um, team? I mean, he's not going to the Raptors. He's obviously not he's going would, to the Raptors. He'd never would go to the Celtics. would make no sense, and they can't pay him. He's not, he's going, not going to, to the Miami. Celtics. He's not going back to Miami. Like who? Who's he going? He's not going to join up with the the Blake Griffin show in Detroit. You know, <laughs> <That'd be> like <laughs> wh- where's he going? You know what I mean? Like I, I he could go play. He could be like I really like Oladipo, but it's hard to picture him in Indiana. Um, and that's he could, he's not he's not going to go somewhere to play with one guy, right? And he's not yeah. going to Washington to play with Wall and Beal. Like I feel, yeah, and that's yeah. actually the the one guy problem is the Bucks problem. I realize you know Giannis uh, is Oof. phenomenal, but. The Oof, Bucks are. It's a tough one for uh, for Eric Bledsoe. Uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> the Ben Simmons or, and Joel Embiid are a lot better than um, combined than Giannis and, and Bledsoe are. That's fair. Um, and and Markel Fultz like he looks like he's for real. And the Sixers are going to have a ton of cap space. I mean, you know, I I if he's going to go anywhere and he's going to stay in the East, which I think. He's would be smart to do and probably would do. I mean, unless he just wants to go to the Lakers, which never made any sense to me. Mm-hmm. But if he wants, assuming he wants to stay in the East, I, I don't see a better choice for him than the Sixers. I mean that, and they would immediately be the favorites next year to to make the finals, right? I mean, or one of them. I guess with the Celtics getting Hayward back and stuff like. Oh, I still it, think Philadelphia would be favored over Boston. Yeah, and and even over Toronto. Like I think it would be Seventy yeah. Sixers one. Celtics to Raptors three and and the uh, the hapless Cleveland Cavaliers would be favored to uh, to take the place of the Atlanta Hawks as the worst team in the East. Oh yeah, they but, would be awful. They'd be yeah. terrible. Um, so yeah, I, and they Kevin Love. You have to assume the Kevin Love trade chip drops the next day. I don't know where he goes, but he's gone. Well, he'd want to go, but yeah, I mean saying. they still got to sell those season tickets. Um, that's true. Yeah, you know, uh, I I just kind of thought the story was funny because it sort of implied that C.J. McCollum had some sort of inside knowledge. And then when you read the quote, it's pretty clear that he's just... He does not. Yeah, he's speculating just doing the like talking the head thing. And that was the main reason why I put it up there, because there's just nothing to talk about right now. Blog but... boy C.J. McCollum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, everything you're saying uh, totally makes sense. Um, I really hope it doesn't happen. Um, I kind of hope it does happen, but... <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, do we really want to reward, like, Phil... I mean... Philadelphia did the whole process thing. They they tanked for five years, was it? No, it was like three. Eh, I guess you're right. Well, it was it was it was well, let's say a few seasons. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm happy that they have these players now, and we've discussed it very recently that tanking is just something that happens in the NBA. Uh, because it makes sense. 
Yeah. But if all of a sudden they add LeBron to that, I don't know. Like, it's like when he went back to Cleveland, they were awful. There's like this sort of like uh, nature's cycle in the NBA where when yeah. teams become these like giant piles of manure, yeah. uh, 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 flowers grow out in the form yeah. of young, talented players that yeah. uh, are meant to sort of gravitate towards the worst teams to keep some level of parity in the league over right. time. And when he went to Cleveland, he, like, abandoned them. They were awful. Then they got all these picks and all these great young players. And yeah, they like, got historically cool. lucky yeah. on draft picks, but yeah. And he's like, cool, historically well. I'm going to play there. And then if he just does it again with Philadelphia, and we never really got to see that come to any sort of natural conclusion because he came in and cast a huge LeBron shadow over it all. Ah, now, I see. So you're just saying that it would be, you want to see the Sixers develop on sort of the traditional NBA path of, like, taking, the way the Raptors arguably are, taking their yeah. lumps, gelling, getting over the hump, eventually getting there and having it mean more than it would if they just sort short-circuited and, it by In the case of the, the Sixers, I think there's a higher upside than there is was with the Raptors, and I think there's a higher upside even than there was with Cleveland when it looked like it was going to be, you know, Kyrie and Andrew Wiggins. I mean, Joel Embiid looks like he could be a top 10 player of all time if he stays healthy. And frankly, Ben Simmons doesn't look that far away. Ben I Simmons mean, is ridiculously good. Well, if he gets even the vaguest amount of a jump shot, he's going to be legendary. Yeah, these guys are, like, incredible, you know? Yeah. And, like, I just kind of want to see it, like, just be That's what fair. it is. And, like, we're going to see LeBron come in. If he goes there, it's going to be the LeBron show, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and they're going to be totally accountable to him. Everyone's going to be accountable to him. The coach, the owner... The GM, everyone's going to be accountable to LeBron, and I just, I, you know, LeBron is good enough, and he's he's been able to do that in the league long enough that that's that's fine. Whatever, like whatever team he goes to, it's going to be the LeBron show. Yeah, but like, I just think I think it would be. I mean, and I'm probably you know I think most Philadelphia fans are like, shut up, who cares? We want LeBron. <laughs> Give us those titles because you'll get some titles probably. But like, yeah. I don't know. I just think, as as a fan, I just think it's a bummer to see that natural evolution of something that has so much promise and could be some pretty special to just be the next LeBron chapter. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. I think you would agree with that. But it no, is it's not. It's not that. Yeah, potentially making the league less exciting for you. Uh, although the only way the, <laughs> your real solution is you want him to just retire. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> so, all right, fair enough. Should we move on? Look, look that's it's fair. You, you you could say that. Well, if nothing is going to make you happy, uh, then yeah. what is this guy supposed to do? But yeah, but I, I I wouldn't care. You know, if if he took some kind of a risk and went to a team like L.A., even if they brought in another star, it's like okay. Well, that's a little. You're bit trying of to build something. Or if he stayed in Cleveland, I would respect that. But I don't think he will. Um, yeah, I would respect that. If he stays in Cleveland, I will have a lot of respect for that. I just think going. I just think if he does the exact same thing, where he and I guess I don't have to restate the whole argument again. But no. if he just goes to the same thing, where it's all this like young promise, yeah. and he's like, "Well, now this is my team. That's mine now." I just think that sucks. Like, I don't want to see that. I again. get it. You could also argue, and I think you would understand this argument that that is the smartest thing for him to do. Like in a world. That defines these but that, people you by know, how many chips. They I know have. it's not like Kevin Durant, but a lot of people would say, "Oh, well, that was the smartest thing for Kevin Durant to do." Well, guess what? I don't care what the smartest thing for Kevin Durant. No, no, fair enough. I'm just it. saying yeah. we, we've set up this incentive structure by only valuing ships over everything else, right? Yeah. So I think that's a bigger problem and a discussion for a different show. 
Up next. Wow, I must really be hot because you don't usually transfer us to the next stories. You're not usually the segue guy, but I appreciate it. Um, (laughs) uh, Moving on. Uh, This is just an article that I thought was kind of interesting because uh, the Thunder, uh, as their season draws to a close and as they're poised to have, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from them in the postseason. uh, Hard to know. Very hard to know. It's hard to know. But they uh, they took a lot of swings, you know, and this is maybe uh, an argument for playing it safe uh, when you're choosing your career path. Um, the Thunder were not really in a position where they could play it safe uh, last year. Uh, they could only kind of make some, take some big risks. And one of those risks was uh, assigning Carmelo Anthony, uh, who is under contract for another season for almost $30 million and has been uh, a below average uh, player this year uh he doesn't play defense he doesn't uh facilitate he doesn't uh help you know with ball movements um he's really just kind of a spot-up shooter who is just slightly below league average um so it's been a huge bummer uh for thunder fans it's been a huge joy for uh former seattle supersonic fans should i call you a former <laughs> seattle just because they're they're not around right now you're still a fan right i'm still a fan yeah so i shouldn't say no, former I, seattle i'm a fan of the former say. seattle supersonics okay that works that works um yeah i i mean people thought coming into the season that they that mellow was going to be olympics mellow and i never really understood why people thought that because that's just not what russell westbrook teams like it's very hard to play with russell westbrook yeah and and so I don't think that that was ever really an option. Like, it's just, it's just you know, talk about the the show. The Russell Westbrook show is all consuming. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul George is more of a um, secondary creator in a way that kind of it just Mello doesn't really coexist well with him. I, I think Mello could be a facilitator, uh, kind of three and D to the max kind of guy, but it's just not really a. Never was really never going to be possible in, in in Oklahoma City, I don't think. But yeah, they do have. I mean, this summer is going to be fascinating with them because you know I, I can't imagine both Mello and Paul George staying. Well, so Mello could opt out, but there's no. I don't. You think see he'll, how he'll, he opts he'll opt out. into the contract? But do you think they'll keep him? Well, they I mean, don't I have. Who would if he opts him, in, they don't have would, a choice. Yeah, I guess who would take him? No one's taking him for thirty million dollars. Obscene, yeah. So yeah. I think they'll have Mello, but I don't think they'll have Paul George, which is like the exact act, opposite of probably what most Thunder fans are hoping. Yeah, for. I would be shocked if Paul George stayed. I would be shocked unless something crazy happens in the playoffs, where they, uh, yeah, they would have to make like the Western Conference Finals minimum, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or give serious, serious run in in the second round. Yeah, and but, but I, just like where it's like a just a heartbreaker of a loss. Yeah, I'd say maybe seven gamer in the second round. They basically yeah. would have to show that they can be competitive with either Houston or Golden State, which I don't think there's any chance that they can do. So, no. So yeah, um, they're they're definitely they're in trouble. Um, part of me feels a little bit bad because. Uh, uh, I do sort of admire these. I I do like to see that kind of like risk taking, and it kind of sucks to see it just like 
go so poorly. But on the other hand, uh, I love seeing it go so poorly. But I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like the Russell Westbrook thing has never really uh, has never really made sense. And like, you know, when he played with a guy who, at the time that they were teammates, was probably the best player in the league. Um, it like it barely worked. I well, barely's not fair because they made a finals. They were always really good. Um, but I mean, it took playing with a guy like that for that to work. And he just he just can't when he's like the. It's weird. You have this like great top ten player in the NBA who's when he's in a first when he's the first option, the rest of the team just doesn't work. It yeah. doesn't work. And you have guys like Victor Oladipo who look like they're you know back of the bench players and then they leave and they become all-stars you know so so it does it you know so that you could say well all he needs is someone who's better than him to be his teammate and it's like great there's like five guys like that in the league and probably none of them want to play with him yeah it's it interesting they've, like they've tried both options they've yeah tried surround him with uh p- parallel talent and it didn't work although it almost worked that was probably the better path, but it's hard to build that. Yeah. And then they tried surround him with role player, like basically feature him and build the entire team around him, and that really didn't work. No. So and it was I excruciating to watch. Yeah, and resulted in one of the dumbest MVPs of all time. Yeah. Um, and I just don't know what uh, else they can do because at this point, it's not like they can go get in their prime Kevin Durant and James Harden and bring them to Oklahoma <laughs> City. So I, I, I don't. I, I don't know what we're really destined for here, except probably a lot of six seeds and first or second round playoff losses, but we'll see. I think the thing is, like, at this point, he's been... I, I, I would say, like, like uh, in in a theoretical world where we could manipulate all variables, what it would take with Russell Westbrook is, a, like, a serious change in basketball philosophy. Yeah, he would have to decide to to turn his energies in a di- different direction. He could. He has all the skills to play in any way he wants. Basically, yeah, yeah. So he certainly could be a player that could coexist with other other people, but he doesn't want to. No, and now he's been a superstar playing the way that he's been playing for what like uh, seven, eight years. Like it's, yeah. it's never going to change at this point. No, I, maybe at the end of his career he wins a title, Gary Payton style. But other than that, you know, it's an old dog. Yeah. Anyway, this article is uh, interesting. There's not really news in it per se, but uh, it's food for thought. Um, I think a lot of people like myself find this whole Thunder uh, situation just kind of fascinating. Um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Who knows? Maybe they'll surprise us in the playoffs. Maybe Paul George will come back. Um, we will see. Uh, moving on, we have uh another story about uh nba player getting suspended but this time it's bs uh the sometimes progressive uh nba which has been on record as saying that it is willing to uh reevaluate its marijuana policy um is suspending uh Nerland's Knoll for 5 games following a third positive test for marijuana. Um, definitely probably a low point in a really disappointing career for Nerland Snow, who famously turned down a $70 million contract instead of signing for one year and $4.2 million because he believed he could uh, uh, create some value for himself this season. Ended up having a weird feud with his team 
and not having a really good year, and now it's kind of back where he started, or arguably even worse off. Um, the main thing I want to say here is I th- I just think it's ridiculous. Like that, uh, I think if you're an NBA player um, and you're in a state where marijuana is legal, you should be able to smoke marijuana. And I don't know why you can get suspended for doing it. Um, is marijuana legal in Texas? Well, I don't know if he did it in Texas. The only thing I have very little to say about this story. The only thing I have to say is that the response, it's not in this article, and I don't remember exactly the person's name, unfortunately, but the Dallas beat writer's tweet about this was uh-huh. incredible, where he was like, you know, obviously the Nerland's Noel uh, experience with the Dallas Mavericks did not go as any, any everyone had hoped, but at least it ended on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, uh, that's this that's guy's like got. super young. Um, oh, yeah. I'd, see, we were gonna, there many things are still going to happen with New Orleans. If the Celtics signed him to like a, uh, what's like the minimum that you can pay a guy in his like second five, five a year? Let's say they signed him for two million, five, two years, $10 million. Yeah. I would be very pleased. Yeah, yeah, they should. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good signing. Another happy news, Tehran Lu coming back. Yes. Damn, you, you really want to fly through these stories. Well, I'm trying to get you out of here, man. I'm, I'm trying to save you from yourself. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I'm just teasing. I'm, just I'm not like in a rush. I'm just teasing you. I'm just messing with you. Uh, Ty Lu is uh, going to coach uh, Thursday night, tomorrow for us. Uh, probably seven days ago, for those of you listening to this, uh, <laughs> Ty Lu is going to be um, uh, coaching tomorrow night, uh, which yeah. is great to see. Hopefully, yeah, we're just happy uh, for him. Hopefully, this is a real fix, though. Hopefully, it's a real fix, and hopefully, uh, he can come back and continue to uh, employ better sleeping habits and not put himself in the position where he was when he had to uh, sit out, where he was a 40-year-old man coughing up blood. Due yeah, exactly. to sleep deprivation, that's not yeah, good. Just hopefully he's, this, he's made a real life change, and this isn't just, I mean, the first of many incidents like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah. Uh, moving on. <laughs> um, I'm so did sorry. Did you know about this? I did know about this, and I would have put this link in, but you'd already put it in. I was really happy you put it in. It's so weird. Uh, I, I didn't really know that they were doing this. I guess I'd heard that they were interested in it. But, uh, you know, uh, for those of you that are aware of it, uh, this is going to be really rote and tedious, and for those of you that don't, you're not even really to know what we're talking about. But like esports are a thing, which are, are electronic sports where people watching other people play video games are a huge industry, um, and the people who are really really good at it make a ton of money. And in some countries, not our own, but in some countries, the uh, the best video game players are uh, as big as really any kind of celebrity. Um, yeah. Starcraft in South Korea, for example. The, the, yeah. The world, although not so much Starcraft anymore. More League of oh. Legends and Dota. Um, oh, well, okay. Ten years ago, Starcraft in South Korea. Shows <laughs> uh, you where my knowledge is out of date. <laughs> uh, um, it's basically the world that people like me and I imagine yourself as well dreamed of when we were teenagers where video <laughs> games could actually get you somewhere. That is, that's the way it is yeah. now. Now you can tell your mom... Or dad, 
I have to play. I, I'm a potential pro. Nah. So now, if you're a uh, if you're really really good at NBA 2K, you're eligible to join the uh, the NBA's own official NBA 2K league, uh, uh, which is where people compete in the uh, NBA's official uh, video game, or one of two actually, because there's also an EA Sports uh, NBA game competing one, but 2K is much better. Um, and has what, been for a very long time. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's Let really you, funny... Go ahead. Please. I was going to say, the one thing that I think is really funny about this is that people uh, in this league make between thirty-two dollars and $35,000 a year and are provided housing and standard benefits, <laughs> which is pretty good. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, if housing... Housing is like the biggest cost center for most people. If you're getting yeah. housing... Thirty-two is suddenly more like you know sixty, seventy thousand a year. Exactly, exactly. Um, so it's it's not it's not doesn't sound like a bad life if you, uh, especially just if you're love. a younger person. Um, yeah, I think it sounds pretty cool. I just think it's also kind of hilarious because it's not glamorous. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, was, well it's, you... it's a it's a start. I think it's almost what like a someone in the D League makes. Um, I think it's more than you make in the D League. Oh, that's depressing. Yeah. If that's true, uh, let me ask you this: if 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 David Stern was still the commissioner, uh-huh. do you think there's a zero percent chance this happens or a negative percent chance? This happens? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's fair. I think it's uh, like an Adam Silver thing. I like it. It's like with gambling. He's much more progressive. Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't think he would have spearheaded it, but I. It's hard to imagine that. Uh, you know, if if you if you'd said ten years ago that this was going to be a thing, it would have seemed unimaginable. Yeah, unimaginable. That's, a, that's what I'm suggesting. Yeah. And um, if Stern was still the commissioner, I would um, I would imagine, given the uh, the 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 huge rise of esports, and they seem to be getting more and more popular every year, I think eventually he he would have to see the potential. Yeah, but I mean. Adam Silver has said that they think that the esports will be the fourth league of their leagues. Like they're planning on having like this be, you know, at the level of like the G League or the or the WNBA or the NBA. Like that is incredible. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I love first of all, I love the WNBA. It's I not that popular. Uh I think the G League is a cool thing that they do. Um I even have a main red claws hoodie. Yes. It's not popular. No one watches it. No one goes to games. No one talks about it. Um, and it's not really that effective as a farm system. Um, but it's cool that it's there. So if Adam Silver's aspiration is that this esports league could rival the popularity of those two <laughs> leagues. <laughs> Fair enough. It's not very ambitious. It's shooting low. I, I got you. But uh, I, I just, you know, he says that it's, what did he say? He said that he, it's going to be the fourth league in our family. Uh, we view this in the same way as those other leagues. It's something that we're going to develop over a very long time, and we're building this league as something that's going to be around forever. My forever. Although they, the first the first pick in the draft Never, was also ever, a guy ever. whose name is Dimes. Dimes. <laughs> well, it's very uh, it's very common in esports for uh, players to go through. Uh, Go by their like handles, of course. But I just you know this is a new experience for the uh, the NBA is all I'm saying. <laughs> I I my first thought when I saw that they were making you know that the first round players would be making thirty five k and then subsequent 
Lee drafted players would be making 32k. My my first thought was like, I wonder what that could increase to if this league is still here in five years. You know, are these? That guys depends in- how much money they make. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but I would watch a game. I hope I get to. It's a neat thing. I don't know how enjoyable it actually is going to be to watch, but that's totally up to the people who are organizing this league to find a way to make that compelling and to find to make that find a way to make that translate yeah. to a way because they want this to be. Most esports are popular to people that like that that play the games uh, that right. are popular, like 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 StarCraft used to be the most popular game to watch in South Korea, and it was also the most popular game to play. Right. So if you don't know StarCraft and you try to watch a match, it makes no sense at all. <laughs> now, obviously, people... Well, that's true of basketball. I mean... Yeah. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but, I mean, there's a lot of... Like, in basketball, you can see what people are physically doing. That's true. In, in StarCraft, a lot of that stuff, disconnect. I think, is counterintuitive. Um, well, I think StarCraft is actually harder, though, than than 2K, because in StarCraft, there's just so much going on. That's true. And 2K is actually simulating a sport that people A sport that you understand. So you're like, familiar. oh, man, that was a really good pass that this virtual version... The weird <laughs> thing to me... Are they going to play as so they'll actual probably, NBA players? I don't know. They haven't officially said that, but I would imagine that 2K will provide a... Provide teams with unique uniforms, even though they're affiliated with uh, uh, teams. Um, right. There will be no Celtics. Oh, there is a Celtics team. Never mind. Yeah. But will they be um, playing like as Jason Tatum? No. Or will they I, be I imagine as, they'll be playing as players that they develop in the as their own game. players that they work on and that have yeah. the skills are, are min max. You know, balanced player. All yeah. It's really interesting. Like, I really am excited to learn more. I, I mean that legitimately. Um, I'm not. I'm not an esports guy necessarily, but. You know, I'm I'm very curious and look forward to uh, seeing what this actually looks like as it moves forward. Yeah, so to, to qualify for the league, you had to have won 50 games in NBA 2 K18 Pro Am mode. Yeah, uh, which is a which mode that you've played. Two hundred people did, right? Yeah, which uh, which players who created their own. You, that's where you use uh, your. Oh, your, so you're bringing your character, character in. Yeah. So you have a you that makes sense. You have a real you and a virtual you, and then the virtual you is who's getting drafted. Yeah, can you believe it? The future is now. The yeah, it's all it's all sort of interesting and neat, and uh, it'll be fun to see where it goes. I don't want to say like I'm not excited to watch this. No, I am. I'm I can't check it out. I can't imagine getting wrapped up in it, but I think it's neat, and I think it could be popular. Do you think that you'll people will watch it through a copy of 2K, or do you think it'll have its own channel? Like, how will people? Oh, it'll this? probably be on Twitch, and I imagine uh, it'll be hosted on oh. like on its own site. That's crazy if it's on if it's just on Twitch. Like that would be amazing. That'd be well, crazy. Twitch is huge, dude. I know, I know. But like the NBA, yeah. That's it's just it's all it's just crazy when old media and new media kind of smash together. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean they they stream uh, NFL games on Twitter. That's true, and I, I find that weird as well. But yeah, in a lot of ways actually, because I just there's no logical connection between those two things except that people like to talk about it. I don't know. It's Keep weird. Keep up but, with the times, old man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, moving on. I guess we're moving on. Uh, I do like it better when you do the transitions. It feels awkward when I do it. It does. It's not the way of things. You don't like to let conversations come to a natural conclusion. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's just that you're the host of this show. That's you know? fair. And I just don't, I just, when I usurp that, it just feels odd to me. Thank you for acknowledging that. Let's no never let it happen the other way again. Although sometimes I can let conversations meander. You can always get And occasionally little... it's, it's not a bad thing. But tonight I got a little ahead of myself. All you right, sure what did. We, what do we got um, here? So this is all more rumors and speculations, but I just thought it would be fun to discuss this hypothetical. I've been trying to be good about not talking too much about the Celtics, um, who are my team, but this is the playground rules, not the Celtics rules, but (laughs) this one is just too juicy. Uh, Jalen Rose, uh, noted uh, former player and basketball pundit, uh, seems to really believe that the whole Kawhi Leonard drama thing uh, means that that there's uh, some real uh, irreconcilable. I can't say the word right now. Irreconcilable. Irreconcilable <laughs> differences. You know, it's really weird. Like when you like words that come easy when you're recording the podcast. Like I don't feel pressure. I don't feel under the gun. But sometimes I reach for a word and I can't think of it and that's when I panic and I go oh god I'm going to embarrass myself oh because of the and there's dead air then and this and that not even the dead air just that I know oh, it's I'm just really the embarrassment like, just like I'm going to sound usually like you just embarrass yourself idiot. in front of me now you're doing it in front of everybody in, in halves of dozens of people um, <laughs> uh, so anyway uh, Jalen Rose thinks that there's uh, pretty bad beef with Kawhi and San Antonio and that we could be seeing a trade in the offseason, and that he thinks the Celtics should go for it. Um, yeah. yeah. And I've had a lot of, uh, anytime any Celtic story becomes national, my phone starts buzzing, and people from back home who know I'm a big old basketball head say, What do you think of this one? Is that and, really true? Does that happen? Yeah. Huh. Sometimes. Cool. Um, so, uh, yeah. I mean, not a ton. I don't, don't get me wrong. It's not like I have to <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're set aside an hour. And, yeah. And you're like, dang, I, I had stuff to do today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so I found myself thinking, what do I think of this? Um, and I think that Kawhi Leonard, when he's healthy, is arguably, uh, say, a top three player in this league. And, top five uh, is very simple. Top, top five, three, for sure. It's a little complicated, but top three, top five, sure. Top five player when healthy. Um, and depending on what they had to give up, I would say that I would be extremely excited uh, if we got Kawhi Leonard. And I think if, if as long as they retain Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, um, and that, that's not making a statement about what I think the trade should be or who, who I'd be happy to see leave, but I think as long as they retain those two guys who are also currently in their primes. Um, I think they would be uh, uh, seen as a very, very strong contender, um, even uh, uh, rivaling a hypothetical Philadelphia with uh, LeBron. You know, I think if you throw Kawhi in there with uh, Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving, that becomes an extremely formidable uh, uh, team. I, I agree, but how would you feel if the trade was announced and it was Brown, Tatum, and Horford? Very mixed. Yeah, right. Very mixed. I mean, I think Tatum would have to be in any deal if this if the Spurs were going to consider it. For sure, yeah. And, I mean, maybe it's Tatum, Horford, and Rozier, or Tatum, Horford, and Smart, or something like that. Maybe you keep one of the Brown-Tatum pair. You don't give up both. Although, you might have to. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, as you say, 
top five. Those players do not become available very often. Yeah, no. He, the, um, players like that go for a king's ransom. Um, yeah. And uh, although he only does, I think, have one year left on his contract. Yeah, and maybe it's part of like one of those deals where he, you know they sign him to the Supermax first and then they trade yeah. him. And... Um, I would be really bummed to see those guys go. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I'd also feel really bad for Al Horford. Who signed with the Celtics in good faith? Uh, he's and an older like the guy. first real free agent you've ever had, basically. Yeah. Really, really huge acquisition for us. Uh, consummate professional, professional who always says and does the right things. A guy who, because he's not a flashy player who gets a lot of stats, uh, is constantly criticized by the Boston sports press. Massively underrated in yeah. Boston, which is always, surprising. Always takes it in stride. Never complains. Just really wants a chance at a ring. He's never never in his NBA career missed the playoffs, which is crazy. Um, yeah, the man's a, a winner. So I'd be really sad. I'd be really bummed to see Al Horford leave, but he makes $25 million a year. You know, uh, Gordon Hayward makes a little bit more than that. Kyrie Irving is about to make significantly more than that. You can only pay so many people uh, that yeah. amount of stuff. So it, it's it, it would be inevitable... Uh, that yeah, if, Horford's in the deal for sure. Yeah, that if they traded for someone like Kawhi, that they'd probably have to give up Horford, and that would bum me up, that bum me out. But uh, you know, just I guess objectively, if I if I'm the if I'm Danny Ainge and I'm the the GM of the Celtics, and I have any path to getting Kawhi, and I know that he's healthy, you just got to do it, right? Absolutely, and I mean yeah. the past uh, many years of evidence would seem to indicate that he would do it. And would not be stopped by any sort of sentimentality regarding the things you mentioned. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just think that's who Danny Ainge seems to be. Um, the, la- the last so. time Kawhi Leonard was healthy, he was on a uh, team, a San Antonio Spurs team that uh, was up like 20 points on the Warriors. And then as soon as yeah. he w- went out, they got they lost crushed. Four or five. He's the kind of guy that can just create such a because he's so good offensively and defensively um and he's just such a, a, a freak athlete he can really really uh swing games in the team that he is on uh he can swing game those games in in the favor of the team that he's on you know um yeah just so we're clear I, this is a fun story to talk about i think he's going back to the spurs I think so too. I just thought they it was just don't kind of a fun this, hypothetical. This is just not how things with the Spurs play out. It would be shocking. Well, does that mean it won't happen? No, but this feels like it's going to all resolve, and we're all going to have talked about it a lot for very little reason. But you never know. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff that we don't usually indulge in the playground. But uh, <laughs> no, but it, this one is too juicy. It is juicy, and uh, and I did have uh, a few people text me and ask me what I thought. So I thought it was compelling enough. If it was well, that compelling, I figured it was worth talking about on the podcast. You should let them know where they can hear your thoughts. I always do. Um, um, and I, by the way, I hope it, I hope it happens for you. Oh, thanks. I, I, I mean, man, I would be so excited. But <laughs> yeah, with uh, with you know, with caveats, of course. with caveats. Yeah, but um, man, you'd order that jersey right. Oh God, I've I've already got it on the way. <laughs> Just throw it out <laughs> if you don't sign up. Um, uh, last story of the week. Um, it looks like the Hornets are going to hire a new GM, and he's a familiar face. Mitchell Kupchak. Yeah. Now, 
Kupchak is one of these guys who's some people would say his resume looks stronger than um, his actual skill at I his am position. one of those people. Yeah. All right, why, why don't you take the reins on this one? Not that. Uh, <laughs> no, you, I just, I mean. What do you, you think know, of Mitch Kupchak? <laughs> he, won, he won two titles. Yes. And he did pull off the Pau Gasol heist, what we thought was a heist at the time turned out to what, be less what, of a heist. Yeah, what at the time was seen as one of the most lopsided trades in NBA history. In NBA history. Didn't work out that way, but there was no way to know that at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, also almost got Chris Paul until it was vetoed by Mr. David Stern. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I mean, I was never that impressed. I just feel like he, he was very medium and he made a lot of weird drafting choices. The Lakers had trouble getting stars. What was his last, what was his last season with the Lakers? Was it two years ago? I believe it was two years ago. Yeah. He did preside over the final couple of Kobe seasons, right? Yeah. He gave Kobe that deal. Yeah. He just didn't, I. He's, it was a mixed bag. He he was very tied into the uh, what's his name? The other bus kid that's not Genie Bus. Uh, the the failure bus. Yeah, Jim Bus. Jim Bus. He's tied into Jim Bus's kind of axis at the at the team, and that that's a kind of a red flag for me. But more importantly, he's coming into the to the Hornets, and they're completely capped out mm-hmm. for several years. I mean, almost mm-hmm. everyone is signed for next year. Um, I'm not really sure what he's going to do. I didn't really understand why Rich Cho was even fired. That seemed like a... I, I just don't... This story is less about that I think Mitch Kupchak is kind of meh, and he doesn't move the needle for me at all, and I'm happy to be proved wrong, but I just am not that impressed with him. But more like, what the heck are the Hornets doing? Like, I just think the fact that Dwight Howard is on that team is a pretty good sign that someone needs to take over <laughs> the organizational it's so decisions. Weird. It's a weird organization, right? Yeah, yeah, like, it is. I just don't it, get what they're doing. I just don't see it. I mean, I guess this is a, another North Carolina guy. Makes sense. Uh, but, I mean, ev- other than Michael Carter-Williams and Trevion Graham, everyone is signed for next year. Uh, is Steve Clifford apparently is going to stay? Probably. It's hard to say. I hope so. I, I like Steve I Clifford I hope so, too. I like Steve Clifford a lot, actually. I thought his yeah, the Low Post podcast made me a fan, for sure. Yeah. But it's just a weird... I don't know. It's just yet another... They're not... Listen, they're not the Kings. They're not, they're not the Magic. But the Hornets are slowly developing into just a really weird team. Yeah. They, they were so historically bad for so long... And then they kind of crawled into some sort of uh, that next level of competency, yeah. and then they hit the wall pretty quickly. Where they're and they just, just like, regressed. Yeah, well, they're one of those teams, and it's not like it's not like one of those teams that's always in the bottom half of the playoffs and just loses every year and then can't get better. They're like they're on the other side of the bubble. It's like they they can they usually just like barely miss it right now, and then they can't get any better. Um, so I do understand why they want to get some fresh blood, but you are right. They're, they're not in a position to do a lot in the off season, um, but they can make trades, you know, just they're, they might be, they don't have money to add people through free agency, but they can make trades and they arguably have some interesting assets. I, a lot of people think that they should trade Campbell Walker. I think that's kind of crazy unless you can get something really good. That's literally all they have. That's them just wiping their hands and saying, yeah, well, we're done here. Well, I mean, now we'll see what what Mitch Kupchak has. Like, is he 
does he have a real GM savvy? Can he make some moves? Because yeah. guys who are better at it than us and pretty much every NBA GM that has <laughs> ever existed is uh, mountains better than you or I would be. Um, they there, find, are, there are a couple people I would put us above, but very few. There are uh, These guys are you know, professionally supposed to be able to kind of uh, uh, spin – it's been gold out of what they have, so we'll see. You I know, think we're better than former owner, Cavs owner Ted Stepien. Okay, uh, who there is a rule based on because he ruined the team so bad. <laughs> uh, we might be better than Isaiah Thomas. Probably better than Isaiah <laughs> Thomas, <laughs> but it's not a long list. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, as a closet uh, Hornets fan. Oh, I thought, okay, I thought this was likes to see them do well. Like, uh, I'm a little pumped because I think they can do better, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we, I wish them the best of luck. I have nothing against the Hornets. Uh, I, they've just, I mean, they had Jeremy Lin. Like, it's just, they're just a weird team that I just don't feel like I have a good handle on what they're trying to be. Are they trying to be in a perennial eight seed? Are they trying to bottom out? Are they trying to win? I just don't know what they're doing. And I think they would it see it as a Michael huge Jordan. success if they won a playoff series. I, I would agree. Which, I, but, I'm not mistaken, has not happened in... I don't even know what happened in old Hornets history. Yeah. And, and I don't think they necessarily see themselves. Is that one of those situations? Like, do they consider the Hornets' history their history? Yes. Okay. Well... Yeah, it's actually quite complicated. Basically, uh, the I deal think... that was reached was that the Pelicans have the uh, the history from the Hornets after they moved to New Orleans... Uh-huh. Uh huh. During that era, the the Hornets have the Bobcats history. <laughs> Basically, the Hornets have all the history from before the move, then the Bobcats history, then the New Hornets history, and the Pelicans have all the history from w- once they moved uh, and and moving forward. Wow, that sounds yeah. so fair, but I can't believe they came. To yeah, that. I know. I know. It seems <laughs> totally great. It's what gives me hope that when the Sonics come back, we'll work out something similar. Jeez. Um. Anyway, I. I I think they won one with the old Hornets when it was like the Larry Johnson. I think they made it to the second round one. If if they ever did, it was once. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. they, they don't have a. It's not. This is not a franchise with a lot of success. That's that's what we're, that's what they're going for at this point. And uh, hopefully, I wish them the best of luck. Hopefully, they get there. Um, I don't know if Mitch. Mm-hmm. Ch- I'm not sure Mitch Kupchak is the answer, but I'm happy. I will be happy to be proven wrong. I think he's the answer to the question. What is a really unwise choice? <laughs> How much Chuck yeah. could a cup Chuck Chuck? <laughs> it, it reminds me of when, like, it's like when teams hire Mike Brown because of the success he had with, like... Uh, with LeBron? It's like, oh, he made it to the finals with LeBron. It's like, okay. Yeah. Look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Agreed. These people just keep getting... I don't know. I just... I start to question when the, the same people just keep getting jobs over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, it's a weird little. league, man. And we yeah. don't have that insider information. We're here yeah, on the outside. We're running a team someday together. As the first yeah. tandem GM in uh, in league history, the first podcast to GM story, beating Bill Simmons, uh, we will uh, we'll get fired really quickly for doing a bunch That's of really dumb stuff. Uh, quickly before we go, yeah, um, have, did you see that since our last podcast, uh, the Red Sox have not lost a game? I did not see that. The Mariners have also actually had a pretty good time of it. Um, I'm gonna go check the standings. Although, ooh, oh God, we lost ten to one today. So, but uh, yeah, so the Mariners are currently three and two, and the Red Sox are five and one. 
Yeah. They won five in a row after ALCS a preview. Here I thought I thought they were <laughs> I thought they were going to go zero and one sixty two. So I guess I was wrong on the Red Sox. <laughs> Seattle lost ten to one. Who they? By play the way, today? why the heck are they in San Francisco right now? Like, oh, that's right. They're playing the. Wow, they lost ten to one to the yeah, Giants. I know, yeah. and I didn't do any planning. I didn't realize that they were starting the season here, so I didn't even go to a game. And I won't. Was today the last one? Oh yeah, yeah it was well, two here and then two. Yeah. I I didn't think they started this interleague stuff this early in the season. It's crazy. The Giants' home opener was an interleague game. That's a bummer because uh, you probably could have gotten tickets for a song. I know. I have friends that were there. Oh, I'm what sorry, a, buddy. But yeah. I mean, kind of like in hindsight, <laughs> you're pretty lucky you didn't go today. <laughs> no, I would have wanted to go yesterday when they won six four. But uh, they'll, you know, they'll they'll come to Oakland and go see them in Oakland. Uh, actually, I ran into a mutual friend of ours who's hoping we do go to baseball again soon. Uh, who? Uh, Cliffy. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah. they're gonna be the Red Sox are gonna be in Oakland uh, next Friday. And uh, I think I'm going to try to go. Or maybe not next Friday. Maybe two Fridays from now. Well, uh, if it's two Fridays from now, I will be out of town. But You're always out of town, Arik. I'm literally never at... Well, I guess I was out of town for like 13 straight months or something. But <laughs> I'm now never out of town. Well, <laughs> I got some laundry to fold. Yeah. You've got uh, probably to try on your wedding suit or something. I've got things to do, man. I'm You've a busy guy. got things to do. But uh, yeah, the next time we talk, we'll know the playoff seedings. Crazy. We'll be yeah, able to I think discuss. our next episode will probably be a, a playoff blowout, no? Yeah, probably playoff preview, and maybe we'll talk about the regular season awards, which are kind of Wrap boring, but we'll, yeah. we'll just fire through that. And then, you know, we'll talk about the playoffs coming up. So this is it. This is yeah. kind of the last uh, story quick hit for a little while. Dang, everybody. Thanks for sticking it out with us. Yeah, it's been our pleasure. It has been. It to has the four been. of you listening, I hope you enjoyed it a little bit. <laughs> all right. I have to run, so all that remains is to say goodbye. Goodbye.